Uh, you guys want to get into it or what? It's nine oh one. Let's just let's do it. I'm I'm gonna run back some music real quick. I think we Are should you... wait for nine eleven so it's more celebratory. <laughs> <laughs> well then, <laughs> it is January sixth, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it's the seventh. Celebrate. Celebrate good times. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to Chrome Bills, episode 185. Speaking of January 6th, did you see Hakeem Jeffries go full on grind time in the Senate yesterday? Oh, please. No, we got to pull that clip. Please pull that. He went, he broke down the alphabet and did like a this or that. He went, he went, he was like quality of life over QAnon. Maturity wow. over Mar-a-Lago, but he went he went full on A to Z, and I was like, "Yo, where is the source?" That's dope. a little gift of gab in Washington. Yeah. <laughs> I be the analog arsonist aiming at your artery. I think we should bring back bring back gimmick songs. I agree. What do you think is is that a is that a gimmick song? And B, what is the top gimmick song that comes to mind? We'll just jump right into it. Mm, that's probably up there i mean it wouldn't be my personal read the labels uh, huh oh this has someone done that read the labels from the, the you're from, saying the, the from Jizz or liquid swords <clears throat> I mean, oh that, i mean that was a that was a i mean i guess is that is that a gimmick song or a concept song or do we differentiate between the I, two i feel like the word gimmick has a negative connotation and okay. i'm not trying to use it that way let's say con- no, let's say concept then you know okay you could go nas rewind Okay. But there's there's That's a difference. Great. Like, is a children's story is a concept song that I wouldn't put in this category. Mm-hmm. So I think it's more like, and maybe guess, it's as easy as saying storytelling is out, and then it's any other sort of th- hmm. like really specific structure. Right. I think the qualifier that makes it a gimmick song that takes it from a concept song to a gimmick song is that what's happening, like what is special about the song is like something structurally or lyrical that's happening because there's this sort of like hey look what i can do aspect to it mm. that always makes me want to say oh just rap okay fair point interesting you don't have a lot of songs or any songs like that do you well we're like it's the same subject the whole way through no no where it's like full-on gimmicky like hey this is uh every single line of this verse starts with the letter a or something like that no, I don't think I have ever had the impulse to try. I would, though. I'm not, like, against it. All right, so if we go to, I think Labels was a good one that you referenced, Steve. And then he went on and did that, so Labels was all record labels on Beneath the Surface. I think that's the name of the record. The second all, one, yeah. he did Publicity, where it was all magazine names. And then I want to say he, like, continued with it on the Jizza <laughs> albums that we may be less familiar with. <laughs> You, you don't remember the fourth think... Jizz album where he was like pork products and he's like, you know, Hormel versus <laughs> Smith's Farm? Beneath the surface. When I whip out my sausage to say I'm making bacon. <laughs> There's an Elzai record where pretty much the whole uh, album is songs like that. Which one? The whole album. Good Lord. Yeah, I'm trying to find it on. I'd like to Spotify. consider myself an Elzai fan and I don't know what this is. This was. Elzai's like big the preface break breakout yes preface the preface record is all oh that's right dude because there's, quote, there's quote, color there's colors on there colors. Mm-hmm. which is my I love the colors if you guys haven't heard the the colors DJ Spinna remix go check go seek that out man that shit is fire oh yeah I know um, what you're talking about yeah you're right R- what I write is on there mm-hmm. talking in my sleep oh shit yeah. Wow, how did I listen to this album a million times and not realize that every song was a concept? Would you put uh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> would you put them that's not the J Live song into this category? Oh, I love that song. Mm. It's a story, but I think the novelty is also that the beat speed changes mm. with the story, so it definitely feels a little. Are you thinking of um, bragging rights? No. What's about a time was a brother named Casho had a little problem with his cash flow, and then I, I think th- that's I, called I, that. Then that's, that's not it's called them that's, that's not right. Then, that, then that's not. Oh right. Well, I think both of those songs. Bragging I think them, them that's not may have been a trying to rehash the magic that bragging rights uh, 
brought on bragging rights is for underground metaphors you could scrape an inch below the turf is that the song that we're but thinking the, of yeah yeah and where he's he does work it. in part of that verse i think right into them that's not now that i like it towards the end he might is there a it. tempo change in bragging rights no like, but like, there's a there's definitely enough? here let's this is the one them that's mm. I like how we're going full on random hip hop right off the a jump. Well, I know it didn't even. Welcome, I was about to be like, to, "Happy New Year!" Welcome to Chrome Bills 185. We're jumping right in here. Welcome to Chrome Bills, the "We Can't Help Us Help Ourselves" edition. Have you heard this one? Have you heard this song? I like to picture someone like riding on the Peloton to this and like getting their oh. legs synced up to the battered and then all of a sudden being like, <laughs> yeah, hold the fuck up. <laughs> like, a, like a cartoon, the bike just shoots out of the room. You're doing, uh, you're doing bench presses and you just throw the bar through the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. I, I don't know how. Where where's a good point to pull this song out? Because I I don't know. Maybe when the drum hits. There's no smooth transition for this. One. I mean, I, I'm I have I'm having an imaginary DJ set in my head where I bring this song in first and then go into some crazy fast shit after this. It, it hits a smooth place right here. Woo. Told me I wasn't shit. Who made this beat? You know. That's it a might good be, question. Might Do be we his know? Own. It might be his own. I think it's his own. Yeah, that's on unheralded production skills right there, man. Who'd you say it uh, was Moses? He's the best. Uh, J Lock. Oh, really? Oh, you said his own. Gotcha. I believe so. Yeah, I know he produced Bragging Rights. So I've actually seen because I think it was made on the A A ASR ten. Yep. With the with the uh, sample pads that are just like doom, doom, go left doom. and right. Sure. Actually, you know what the video I'm thinking of was Grap Lover recreating it, and that I was, believe it was like that was dope. You know what I'm talking about? I do, I do. And get and guess who produced them? That's not Grap Grab Lover. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh, okay. It's not like we don't know anything. We just don't know much. It's close enough. I feel like it's close enough. Shout out to Grap Lover. Yeah, Pete Rock's younger bro. Yes. I'm told he ghost wrote a lot of the what's the Pete Rock solo album called? Soul Survivor? Uh, yes, there we yeah. go. Oh, like of uh, uh, the other guys' raps or just uh, Pete uh, Pete, rap? Pete's Pete's raps. Mm. You know what, Pete Rock, a guy I'd never be mad at of for something like that. Agreed. I think that oh. if you if you make beats and you want ghostwriters, I, I, th- I think it comes to the empirical fact that production is more important than rhymes. And that's said as really? an MC that doesn't make beats, right? Is so that if you made the beat. Then and you just got someone else to write so that you could flex on it. That's totally fine with me. When I hear about MCs that only MC using <laughs> ghostwriters, I have a little bit of pause just because I'm like, it's not like we're out here singing. Like the writing is such a big part of the skill. That's yeah. why that's why hip hop karaoke has always been very niche, right? Is that have you guys yeah, done that before? Karaoke or hip hop karaoke? Well, I, I'm aware that you've done hip hop, but have you done hip hop karaoke? No, I'm actually. Oh, you mean uh, karaoke like in general? Yeah, no, I couldn't. I'm. It's the most embarrassing thing in the world to me. Really? I actually, I'm so scared about doing the singing that if I'm in a situation, I end up doing rap songs and one rap song in particular. But the there are very very. Must you have three guesses to pick that song? It's probably pretty easy. The more you think about it, it's. Oh, I'm I'm sure I could grab it in three, five. Okay. Should I go? Yeah. Yeah, go for it. The the uh, Run DMC Christmas song. <laughs> oh, no, that would be good. That's, good That's very close. That's, That's about one. it. Okay. Um, Busta Young MC. Which one? Busta Move Young MC. Oh, that's also oh, a good. Also choice. very good. <laughs> Am I? Should I be deep diving here, or is this? Do you think? No, I'll you're be, in. Uh, you're in the right space. Jump around. Oh, oh uh, good ooh, choice. Two two on the nose. That's two on the nose. Okay. Uh, Wait, one on the nose because of the caucasity? Let me get three. The caucasity. Let me, let me, it's let me boombastic get... and it's caucasity. All right, let me get three. Um, Humpty Dance. There you go. It's Humpty Dance. It's Humpty, it? it's Humpty Dance. It's Humpty Dance. I thought you knew this. I did not hey, know that. That's fire. Did, did you do the voice? Uh, no, I don't change my voice. In fact, if I, using my regular voice, it sounds so lyrical. Like if you actually deliberately spit <laughs> the Humpty Dance, it sounds like a Big Daddy Kane song. 
Humpty. I like how he he raps like uh, he raps like Snagglepuss. Right. There's Remember? like strange little like uh, you know how Kane had that thing where there were just one or two too many uh, one or two too many words in a bar that made it sound lyrical. Like uh, it was like uh, I'll drink up all the Hennessy you got on your shelf. Like if you say that without the voice, it actually sounds like the first iteration of what became you know Cool G Rap and Souls of Mischief. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. You know, you know what I have? Because when I was in a band, we would do uh, tribute shows and which is really a trip trying to like learn songs that you think you already know. We did one for MF Doom, which was like probably the biggest show I've ever played locally. Like people were so pumped. Um, we had to learn all these songs, all the all the music parts. And uh, it was really weird, like rapping Doom's raps out of my face and trying not to like. It's a lot do of like a doom, yeah. do like a doom voice. <laughs> I just did it as me. <laughs> it's like a really hard thing to let go of because even if you like sing, like uh, like a mountain goat song or something like that, it's mm. like really hard for me not to like do that horrible voice. Like you, like like you just have to become the thing. That's what feels feels right. right. I don't know why. It's right. probably problematic. <laughs> So how many Doom songs did you guys do? It was like a two-hour set. Jesus. Not just the never... Doom songs. What is this? Yeah. Is this of all Doom songs? Have yeah, we never heard this? This uh, Chrome Bills existed when this was going down. I don't think that this I was a... This isn't the um, Fever Dream? Uh, yes. Fever okay, dream. you did this as the Fever Dream. Okay, as Claude, mm -hmm. ben uh, Claude Bennington's Fever Dream. Uh, there's some clips out there. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure you... Get them. I'm gonna yeah, they really, yeah, yeah, definitely got to peep that. They really nailed the music parts. That brings up that Moses Rockwell is a fun YouTube hole to go down. Mm. Oh, uh, God. when the algorithm takes you places, oh, there's a God. lot of there's a lot of stuff that I'll be like, I'm very familiar with your catalog, and then I'll find a video of a song I've never heard, and you'll be like wearing a suit by the pool, <laughs> something like that. That's one of them. I think Mike brought that one up, and when I was listening to the playback when he was on. Uh, plain old Mike, I I was like, holy shit, what is this? And then it led me, the, the recommended videos after, I was like, look at all this. That's the only video I ever shot where, like, it was my idea. Like, the concept of what happens on film was like, hey, I want to try to do this, I want to do this, sorry. And uh, therefore, it's the, the only one I will ever show anybody. And it's like a super old song. Oh, that's Lunch Money. Lunch Money, yeah. Lunch Money, shout outs to Lunch Money. Are there, I love sorry. the avocado pit video oh we okay we yeah we don't talk about that enough yeah that avocado video, pit that video is amazing i thought you were gonna say we don't talk about that the song is good too <laughs> we don't talk about that here um are there chrome bills videos no i think steve weren't you working on one in my brain oh i've got it mapped out of my head but uh, how do you feel about rapping into a camera I always think my mouth looks weird. I don't rap for for one, but whenever I do sort of turn on the camera and look at myself, I'm like, my mouth looks strange to me. Is that how what it's I, supposed to work when you talk? What I really mean is how do you feel about like a guy like Chuck or me rapping into a camera? It's tough, isn't it? It feels pretend. It does. Yeah, it all does. There's a first a name basis video where I'm rapping at the camp, which is an album that season I put out with uh, Cam and Jason and probably like who, 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 who are, who 2000 are you? Who are you? 2008 or 2009 and it's also like poorly edited due to the no, no shots at the person oh, that, that was, edited that was because a shot of, there for rock Sorry. because of, because of the software no it's Varrock's yeah. the man uh and so not only is it me rapping in the camera but it's off by like a half second which just mm. makes it even more cringe like when I watch it I just talking about it now my skin crawls yeah. Uh, back to Moses. Why is every time I searched, <laughs> every time I search it on YouTube, this "All Is Well" video comes up, which is very non-reflective of your uh, catalog? Oh yeah, that was uh, we shot that on tour. One of my one of my early trips that I took with uh, some Albany guys. Oh, yeah. is it okay? Beat shot, yeah. Because this has, I mean, this has a decent amount of views. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because True Master was like really into doing camera stuff i think um must i might have worked on editing i don't know i think when when i was on the road with those guys 
they were just always shooting a video. Nels did the like, editing. Oh, Nels. Okay, yeah. True Master, I think, I'm on the camera. Uh, yeah, they just always wanted to shoot. We're like, oh, we're in like a we we're in this weird beach town in Rhode Island. We should take advantage of the backdrop and rap on the beach. You know. <laughs> Which is cool, and I really appreciate getting to do all that stuff. But like, yeah, I'm just not comfortable rapping into a camera, mm. like a performance-based video. You know, I'd much rather do something goofy and autistic or artistic. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian slip. I, I thought the avocado. Fun. I thought the avocado pit seems natural, though, for both of you guys. Other uh, than maybe the candy, whenever like the cereal candy. See, I'm sure it was like amazing in storyboarding, and then when you're actually up there to film it, you're like, I don't kind of well, kind of feel well, skin crawly right now. This is a lot of cereal. First of all, <laughs> shout out to Dude Computer. That was his idea. The um the the conceptual parts, obviously, and then we, there was just some like straight ahead rap shots, and I think we did some stuff on a tennis court. Yep, and a roof, uh, obviously, which, which we used very little of. I, <laughs> I think it was just they probably just felt bad for our uh, athletic prowess. <laughs> no. We played tennis for six hours and we used one shot. Yeah, no, quite literally. Um, but yeah, imagine like taking turns with shirtless Des in the middle of the summer, getting into a box full of candy corn or whatever. <laughs> a lot of sticky. <laughs> a lot of sticky. And they and we did a f shot with Fruit Loops. Yeah. And, uh, and instead taffy, of and taffy, right? Yeah, there was like saltwater taffy. I think we did one with apples and cotton balls. But the uh, the the fucking Fruit Loops. Let me tell you, that I thought I thought we should just dump them in there and kind of get in. Right. Instead, they, they were like, no, it out perfectly. Yeah, you Moses, you get to get in the box, and we're just going to empty the bag of Fruit Loops all over your fucking face. And what you're forgetting is that at the bottom of every bag of cereal, there's a Bunch a lot of dust. of dust. There's a lot of dust. <laughs> a lot of Fruit Loops <laughs> dust. So, so that's why in my shot, I'm just covered in fucking rainbow dust. And then when you see Dez's Fruit Loop shot, he's just crispy clean, like a real rap guy should be. Yeah. The name of this that's... episode is definitely covered in Fruit Loop dust. Covered in Fruit Loop <laughs> dust. I was thinking that that's what the Beastie Boys meant when they said they can't pay attention because they're on they're that dusted. dust. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what Wu Tang's talking about too. Because <laughs> I'm dusted. Fruitless. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's twenty twenty three. Happy New Year! Nice transition. I love that. I was just writing too. I was writing covered in Fruit Loop dust. Thank you. <laughs> it's twenty twenty three. Here we are, do wanna, January. Do you want to dive into any sort of recap of? <clears throat> there was a lot of music that came out. I tried to do a list. Not that we would play everything, but what if if I start with this list? You guys tell me what my I'd like to see the cross. I'd like to see the crossovers between the three of us. Uh, I didn't we'll, do it in any sort of order. That's fine. Um, we were meant to pick three each. Oh no! I think we were just just rattle them off. Wouldn't? Oh, I think I wrote that we'd play three songs, probably meeting one each. Oh okay, but I bet when we when we bring up records that that hit this year, I'm sure. It, there's there's going to be at least one common one in all three of our lists, I believe. Oh, absolutely. I think it's probably the cheat codes. Yeah. Like, uh, Danger yeah. Mouse, right? <laughs> yeah, that's one. I had, um, and, th and this is in no order, I had, obviously, Moses Rockwell dropped a, a banger. Chrome Bills who dropped a banger. Who, 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 who are you? There was like 10 Droog projects. <laughs> Decca, then the, the cheat codes project. Uh, Wrecking Crew was the album I listened to a whole bunch. I think if I had to pick something, I'll probably play a song off of that, Dang. knowing that we we don't want to play things off of like the Kendrick record. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's Cease right. and Desist. Yep. There was the on the more mainstream. There was the Kendrick. There was the JID record was pretty good. Oh shit, I forgot about that one. Um, the Mellow Music compilation. There was a Homeboy Sandman record, right? Yeah, with, produced by Decca. Oh, there was produced also by... there was also a record he did with Inlingsworth. Very very good. Two full lengths. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I, dude, I didn't even hear that. It's called, it's called There in Spirit. There in Spirit, okay. An open Mike Eagle. Of course. Which was probably near the top. So these are in no order. Um, the Elzai record with, uh, I know that's going to be on Steve's list. Yeah, that's that's up there. What's the, what, with, who's the who's the woman that that record's with? Help me out. Georgia Ann Muldrow. There you go. Muldrow. Uh, 
Nas did drop an album this year. Probably the least memorable of the three Kings Disease records, while still being very, very good. I don't know. It definitely two was the peak for me. Kings okay. Disease. Two. I thought maybe I thought the, three was my favorite. I don't know. Really interesting. Yeah, okay, yeah. it's it's I'm, still I'm, very good. Yeah. I mean, still got some burn. And then I had OG Aborigines on here, which I think was out on Bandcamp and moved to Spotify um, in 2022. Oh, true. They also had a, the Dimensions of Dialogue, though. The one. What ten pounds? Pen Pals record, right? The Pen Pals record, yeah. Oh, I didn't have that at the top of the list. I should have Pen Pals on there, too. Yep. And then I guess the Bobby Noble record dropped. Oh, was it no, Jan think, 1 or Christmas Day? I think that, uh, I think it was in 2022. Hold on. How do you pronounce that? Dongo. Dongo? Dongo. Dongo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check me out on Street Fighter Alpha and King K. Rule. Dango Star. Dango Star is, is the fifth Beatle. <laughs> Dango Moon. <laughs> what up? What you got, Moses? What What did I miss? What did I miss there? Uh, you did I pretty believe... good for, for, as far as I'm concerned. You, you, you checked off a lot of boxes. I backed I... into it from my Spotify most played <laughs> list that they give you and then just started writing i think we i think we both did okay um one thing you didn't drop was uh the rock marciano alchemist record good call bro really good one i I feel like his like core base um might have had a hard time connecting with that one just because like the the music was a little more experimental but i actually Mm. That might be the first Marciano record that I like found myself playing again and again. Uh Billy Woods dropped uh Athiopes. I'm not my, really That was my shit. I, I, I'm I, unclear on that pronunciation for that too. I, that's how I pronounce it. Athiopes. Okay. On back. Really, really Just good. Me. Excellent story. Uh what's your the, what's your jam what's your jam off of there? Um uh, the one where he's like telling a story about being a kid in the backseat. While well, some craziness is happening, I forget. Mm. That sounds like um, every song. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> he's so <laughs> yo, the stories are so good because you don't you don't know if they're directly about like his own experience or he's telling someone else's, and it's right. kind of it's like where the know, kid the kid got like killed somebody and then went back to high school the next year. Is that the one you're talking about? Oh no, that's the opening tune. Is that the okay? Good lawyer. Good lawyer. <laughs> he has the best, <laughs> best ad libs because they're like not rap ad libs. They're just like they're like little <laughs> footnotes. Little context, <laughs> yeah. And then um, Von P's uh, record. It's Dog. a continuation of the uh, duly mm. noted thing from like mm. mad long ago. I remember buying that CD when I was still living at my mom's house. And uh, Von P on the Moses joint might be contender for verse of the year. Man, oh, he's so good. I, he, that verse is so awesome to me that I didn't even mind that he didn't really like stick to the concept or the gimmick of the song, if you will. So, what was the name of the Von P record? Duly Noted Part Two. How, okay, it's not on Spotify. Good for him. I believe it just went on there. If not, um, it should be going up there soon. Okay, it was Bandcamp exclusive. Dope. Um, and another thing, a little out of left field for us, anyway. Mm. That guy, uh, Kenny Beats. Put out a instrumental record called Louis. Yep, and I think it is just superb. And he's not a guy I mess with at all. Like uh, he has that YouTube web series, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely seen him. Yeah, where he'll like make a beat on the spot and have like super whack rappers come in and do like a horrible song. All of it is bad, but for some <laughs> for some reason, uh, he this this record just like blows me away. It didn't grab me, but I only gave it one spin. There, uh, yeah, well, all right. There's a couple of like Shoot. super regular rap things on there happening, but uh, he's a, a couple great, of those he's a good producer. Are, like, I, okay, yeah, yeah he's I, I, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna say that guy's not a good producer. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Kenny G and Kenny Beats did an album together. And Kenny Siegel. <laughs> and Kenny Siegel. <laughs> Featuring Kenny Loggins on one track. <laughs> so. You you guys hit on you have any more Moses? I think you guys... uh, no. Oh, well, the open mic obviously. Yeah. I, re- I love that record. Yeah, yeah. The only thing you guys didn't get that I got was the Peyton Lock 
Americancer album? Ooh. No clue what that is. Okay. I think one of the best songs of all fucking time is on this album. It's an Edan and Peyton Locke song that's absolutely bonkers. Wow. Um, yeah, this is this is um out on full plate records. I think they're in the Carolinas or Georgia area. I don't know. Those those dudes are dope. They put out a lot of dope shit. Cool. Um, yeah, highly recommended. Um, and then the Rome Streets record, Kiss the Ring. Oh yeah, that dude is good. Man, he's good. He's the. I think he's the best out of all, all those, all the Griselda camp at this point. You know, he's yeah. rugged but still abstract. It's <clears throat> always has good production. Yeah, it's exciting to find anyone who's like, who where there's a balance, you know, mm-hmm. and the tough guy shit and the yep. and the like introspective artistic stuff. Yeah, word up because because if you think about it, like, I don't I don't know if this is a good wormhole to go down now, but like, here we go. You know, so much of what we're doing is musical and like uh, artistic, you know, but then there's this like cool guy. Uh, component that is just it's pervasive really gets in the way of being creative yeah and if you're like too hung up on the cool guy shit that i i can't there's no way for me to connect to the music the cool is guy there's something the to be said popular, that it mm-hmm. yes yeah, i was gonna say is there's the cool something to be said that the most it popular can't stuff. be that's like you're gonna be your most popular stuff unfortunately like it can't be a hundred percent all topic artistic driven either but because then that record <clears throat> becomes just as hard to digest as something that's all cool guy. I think that's where like the there's an interesting mix in the sauce where someone like Rome Streets can be real interesting. Where you know you'll you'll be like, I know why you're here, but the song I'm the most interested in is when you put that to the side. Yeah. Nope, that's a very good point. How about tough? You got to mix in a little bit of tough guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because you can't be that you can't be you can't be ultimate cool guy if you don't have a little tough guy in you. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever explored tough guy. I I thought you kind of went tough guy on uh, you had a couple bars that were tough on the Chrome Bills verse. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's like a lot of kicking and punching. Yeah, right. It it actually you said you you went you went kind of millennial with it where you said it was a knuckle sand. You know, you don't even have to complete. It wasn't a full knuckle sandwich. It's a knuckle sandwich. sandwich A a millennial. uh... I just think of Breves in general. You know. Oh right, right. Well, I tried to do the guru where he like say one word and then which yeah knuckle sandwich. Like which one oh, of you guys brought me Subway for lunch? I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. That's a very good point. You know what? I, I, uh, I'm gonna. You want to give me a thing? bad mark on that for totally missing that the next line started with which. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I just thought you went full on a breathe. I do that for fun sometimes. Me and Abigail uh, bust that out for a solid couple hours, and mm. it's uh, it's a lot of fun. Just Can't a breathe on everything. Yeah, just like shorten the whole thing for just for just just because it's fun to talk like that. <laughs> it's really good to take very famous quotes and then just to breathe them out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you want to? Do- well, I guess two things. One, we could sure. say of that list, mm. if you had to time capsule like three of them, or if we had to between the five of us. I mean, between the three of us, come up with five to time capsule what would it be i mean i think cheat codes is probably the one that's like unanimous between the three of us agreed yeah um just pr- production and lyric wise I, I don't even think we need to unpack it because probably everyone that's listening to this podcast has heard the record and if they haven't they should check it out and it's and it's that simple you could i'm sure very famous publications have gone in and done you know 30 minute articles about the layers upon layers of it i heard um <laughs> My, on my buddy Tim's podcast, I think uh, uh, Call Out Culture. You know about them? Yeah, they were kind of they were kind of saying like, you know, it's cool. Obviously, everybody admires these two musicians greatly, and uh, you know, they delivered on both beats and rhymes, but like not in any way that is memorable, which I di- I didn't agree with. But I do feel like a lot of people kind of t- uh, feel that way about that record. Like it was just for some reason easy to forget about. Probably because there's not a hit. I think it's missing 
Well, I guess an interesting way to say that is that I doubt we could confirm. I doubt we could all agree on the best track. That's a good call. Yeah, I mean, we might have favorites. But, like, you wouldn't say, like, oh, and that, the way that um, if Steve was going to DJ and decided he was going to play two songs off the album tonight, it could honestly be any two. Mm -hmm. And sometimes being consistent can work against you. Sure. But I think it was, I I like, that's one thing about the Roots um, in general, which I don't know if this has anything to do with the Roots, but, like, most of those records are are pretty steady. Yeah, they are. Like mm. they pick a radio, they pick like the the single, but for the most part, it could have been any of the tunes. It's it goes there. Yeah. A, a lot of times it would be the well, I guess for the last two records of what I consider the more serious Roots albums, it was the R&B features, right? It was Never Do What They Do and mm. then You Got Me, mm. which were kind of outliers on the album because it wasn't like they had singers on any other tracks. Mhm. Um, whereas when I think of like proceed, it was just pretty, it just was the, the first song on the record. Like it really could have been any other song could have been a single like proceed was to me on do you want more. I shall. Yeah. I, don't know. Um, I, I really enjoyed the record, but I don't think it's a classic. I'm sorry. I think records like that, they're just such big ideas. Mm. They're so, you know, like it's such high stakes that they rarely happen. Like, you know, the Nas and Premiere never really happened. The the Doom and uh um Ghostface thing never came out. Uh I think it's just like the 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 opportunity for letdown is just too massive. Mm. So I, I just I applaud them for making it happen. Yeah, there's not a huge list. Per track, uh, yeah. That's an excellent point. There's not a huge list of albums like that, of people that are very well established on their own, doing something together to even really compare this to. Like, obviously, you have people where they come in together and then they go in the opposite direction. And then you'd be like, well, yeah, of course, like all the gangster shit is fire. Like, look at Premiere. And that's like a completely different angle. And then Guru does off, goes off and does like three jazzmatazes and they still work on their own independently. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think of people that have come together, done things. I'm sure we could rack our brains and come up with a couple, but it's more the list of the ones that didn't happen. Like there was going to be a De La Soul Pete Rock record. Like there yep. was yeah. where Nas is going to do an album with Primo, you know, all this stuff. I mean, Watch the Throne is kind of like an obvious one that I would go to, but yeah, that's a good example. So is um, Jay hey, Lib. And watch the yeah, yeah. mad villain. Yeah, that's that's actually probably one of the best examples. I actually am one of the I'm a watch the throne defender prior to like the last year of Kanye West. But the if you would have asked me in 2020, great record. It's a really really awesome record. Yeah, it's a great record. I've only played it maybe once or twice, but I think it's worth. There's nothing on it that bothers me. Yeah, that might be. My favorite flip of uh, Doc on the Bay. Or, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not Doc on the Bay, but it's Otis Redding. What's the What's the Redding? Otis uh, Redding's. Uh, oh, the makes it much easier. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, try a little tenderness. Yeah, try a little tenderness. Mm. See, because I mean, I've they, they, they I've pull... Sorry, go ahead. you did you <laughs> no, flipped no. that one? Yeah, that's not important. Oh, let's hear that. I want to hear that. Oh, geez, I don't know. That's like three computers ago, but three I will get it ago. to you. Okay, yeah, hook it up. Maybe we can post production, toss it in there. Sounds good. All right. If we were time boxing this, would you? Would we all three put the Open Mike Eagle record in there? I would. I would. Where do you rate that against the rest of his catalog? Uh, this is interesting, and this isn't a criticism at all, because the record is excellent in every way, shape, and form. Mm. But I don't think I really needed a straight-ahead rap album from Open Mike. I feel the complete opposite. I'm th- I'm so thankful that he did a straight rap album. Well, you see, I mean, obviously he's capable of it because he's from that. Yeah. And he'll always be like one of the best rap guys ever. But I think what makes him special is that he was able to like uh, evolve and do other stuff. Sure. And, and he's a guy who no matter who he's on a song with, no one will ever out rap him because mm-hmm. he's not the rapidy rap guy. He's like, comes from a uh, from a different angle oh, he's like, a singer he's he sings he does he's yeah. just everything he does is so interesting right that like the best rapidy rap guy will never outdo him on a song 
and then and then that record with a very long title i don't want to i don't want to say it wrong so i'm just not going to attempt <laughs> <laughs> um or component system with the auto reverse yeah I'm, I'm, i feel like i left some words out no you got it you you nailed it okay yeah i don't know he's like doing the it's almost like him like revisiting that part of I, his career where he was I just mean I enjoy, I mean I think that was maybe the Diamond D influence on it. Yeah, which is so cool That's, to get Diamond That was D super of, cool and to get some top-notch Diamond D on there, mm, you know? Yeah. Beats and raps. Beats and rhymes like I, I is, yeah. I'll fight you is the Diamond D beat is, that, or one That's of only them? that's only one of them, yeah. That the might one? be my favorite track on there. Me same same. Because I I think Moses to your point like I don't know your point saying I don't know if I needed a straight ahead open mic eagle record. It's kind of one of those things like someone's in fine dining and you're jealous of the people that work there. They get to have like the family dinner, you know, cause, like, <laughs> yeah, this person's doing this stuff like to, to really push the art form in another direction, but you know, like what they can really do when they're just comfortable and, and making something with no pressure. And I felt yeah. like there was an element to that record where I'll fight you is still, it's still a very nuanced song, even the way that it's approached. Like the first verse is said very like softly, and then the second verse is like way more aggressive. Even though it's still like this direct, uh, more just traditional rap approach, he can't help himself from putting layers into it. So it's not like when Open Mike Eagle now does a straight up rap verse that or a rap song that it comes out as direct as like a droog record right it still has to have layers and that's what i found so interesting is i'm like he can't help himself like he can't he, he wants to just get in and pocket something but he's like hey i'll at least do these two or there there was one one of the posse cuts i swore it was a freestyle like the way that he was rhyming i was like he either wrote this verse in like 10 minutes or like purposely wrote it to sound like a freestyle and it was so impressive i listened to it like four times in a row just like hold on let me hear his verse again it's the one where he shouts out count base d yeah yeah multi-game arcade cabinet yeah yeah man yeah we uh, we didn't really we didn't talk about Roy very free about his uh the way he does it because you can tell like i'm sure he took time to come up with like all this very clever stuff but it feels like a freestyle always that's one of the things that make him special i think agreed absolutely uh let's see uh, if we had all right so we've got two i think probably something you guys said most of the stuff that you guys threw out there i feel like i'm sleeping on mm -hmm. the so the if billy we had to go wood, through billy, that billy woods record i think ha would have to be on there yeah that's probably number one for me all right and I, and personally, I think the Elzai record should be on there. The Georgia Ann record. The Georgia Ann record. Shout out to that illustrator. Yeah, Dan, done a lot Dan of Lish. Really... Dan Lish. Oh, you know, you know this fella. I just I know his work. Okay, yeah, because I've been seeing. I know he did one of of Jay Live. He did one of. Uh... He did he did a Von P right? Didn't he do a Von P? Uh, I don't know. He's done a lot of people. I think he's got yeah. a um. I think he might have a cartoon or something in the works. Cool. Yeah, I really I love his style. Usually like where where rap and the fine arts meet, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to like for it to not be a little bit cringy. Yeah. Like I don't like any rap TV show or movie, you know, mm -hmm. like it's usually, it's usually like just let rap be rap, but like right. uh, I I really dig his style. It's very tasteful. Shout out to Dan Lish. Who, 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 who are you? Who Man, are was you? that a hot take? I didn't mean to do a hot take. No, that wasn't a hot take I, at all. I thought it was good. Yeah. Who did you, Moses, who was the first one you said before the Rock Marcy? I think I was writing something down. I think I was writing Covered in Fruit Loop Dust. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Or did, is that who you started with? Von, the Von P record? I had, was I even right writing down Rock Marcy? Yeah, yeah, I, I, okay, did, yeah. I, I, I wrote that. Rock, Bill, Marcy. Rock Marcy, Billy Woods, Von P, Kenny Beats, Peyton Locke, Rome Streets as the ones I added. Um, I just feel like I missed someone, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I was, maybe I'm a faster typer than I give myself credit for. It's possible. All the Drew, there's too many Drew EPs, but we can just shout out Drew in general. The one with 500 on it. Uh, I don't, I can't remember the names. But uh, that's, I feel like that was my favorite song of all the been, releases I think that, was that he did. My favorite song as well. That shit was crazy. It was the, my uh, most listened to song of 2022. Is that the um, 
you can have the brunch with Jay. Give me the fifty k. That one. That's fifty k or brunch, but that's on the uh, same. That's on the same project. It's the um. Hold on. I had less than nothing. I had less than nothing. I had to get to five hundred. Let's let's rock this for a minute because mm. it's worth it. Second verse is the best, so maybe give it till at least the uh, first half of the second verse. This is that search for Sugarman. Is that searching for Sugarman? Is it? Okay, nice. Is it really? Nice. You're the man. You're the man. So we're really playing Sugarman. Good. Good pull, Moses. Holy shit, I would have missed that. Yeah. Try again. Make some shots now, dialed in. Long as there was time on the clock, then I knew I would win. I had less than nothing. Had to get the 500. We feel the stress jumping out the pits of my stomach. Now I'm pressing button. Get everything that I wanted. Made a million now. I'm trying to get the five. Boom. Boom. Shout out to YD. It, I thought, I said, I said, no, if we're going to play just snippets, can we please play? Off the Wrecking Crew joint, the Odom track. I just thought like the yeah. nostalgia of '90s basketball mm-hmm. mixed with how incredibly dope all the guys are on this record. Yep. Premrock, Curly Castro. I'm sure I'm forgetting yep. others that are in the group. Um, how how does the Wrecking Crew differentiate from Shrapnel? Is there, are there like more members? You got me, man. I have no clue to be honest. There's a lot of Shrapnel. Okay. Shrapnel and and is uh is Premrock and Castro? I think you're right. And then Wrecking Crew might be. Where are these dudes from? Are these New York guys? Uh yeah, and then Pre- what's Premrock what's the name is is from Philly? Uh, um, cool dudes. Zilla Rocca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dope. Shout out to those those cats. <clears throat> uh, Michael Michael had some production on the. Yeah, what did rec- Mike Mike do? Something did something on this record for sure. There's a song then, on there with like three beats, and I believe he made one or two of them. Yep. It also lists August Fannin. Three man on feet. a lot of these. On a lot of this. All right. Well, which one do you want? You want the Odom? Give me Odom. Okay. Larry told. All of us and the media said, tomorrow night's the last game of the trip. I'm going to play this one last Hey, game. yo! It's so... Whoa, 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 whoa! Run the... Check! The left hand says go long, the right suggests even farther. Yep. Your logo seven brethren, hard to see you as a starter. Nobody wanna die, but everybody wanna chart as a martyr. All these flavors in the palate, yeah, you choose a G and C water. The left hand definitely <laughs> makes the cheap vodka. Dope. The right hand air quotes Eastern European authors. The unbearable lightness of being seen. <laughs> Validation, you see its need. Lighthouse seen you careen. What you see in is karma. Race through interstate scenes, two types of Fiends, one who wipes that dinner plate clean. The other solely imitates for invigorating the dream. Time signature marks the spot, the bind of the ligature. Hey, Just yo. say you tied up, no need for piss and vinegar. The left do the bidding, the right claiming it's on sight. Like meet me in the middle seat, it's gonna be a long, be a long flight. flight, right? I love these out there, Sonny Love. Donnie Brasco. The left hand turning the page, the right hand making the fist. Left Ooh. hand lays it up, the right hand make the assist. Damn. Got money in the safe, so my son will be rich. See, every, every other day is whole dress code switch. Nah, nah. You close the door, but you ain't pull it shut. You got the play P head freeze when you in the clutch. Me and Premise split and bottle Castro handles a Dutch. Bumping pretty ugly, PD cracks, Fado and Dutch. The industry to move on from that easy. Coast rap, the dead rebuke the food like Brad Pitt. Meet Joe Black, facts. It's like I'm 13, I'm still collecting comments. It's like you're 19, you're sweating trending topics. I'm bad at math, now I'm grasping economics. Make it rare as KD when he was repping for, the, for the Sonics. We keep the dogs walk and the plants water. My house a rap warehouse for what the fans order. Yo, Black Phillip. Dope. Some think, bars. Keep going. That- that last verse was Zillaraka, right? Was it? Okay. Shit was fun. I believe so. I think you're right, just because he references Premrock and Castro hmm. in his verse. Mm-hmm. I think there's just something fun about group records 
Oh, you know, and this this no. one's cool where it's like it's got a it's got a, the thread through the whole thing of basketball, which to me is kind of like how mm-hmm. Wu Tang had the yeah. like none of these guys were actually fighting with swords or ninjas or even doing karate, right? So it's like it has of. this thread of like uh, that we know of, right? That all right, when in doubt, make the metaphor about basketball, but like it doesn't have to be entirely, and then it's peppered in with like oh let's use this bill walton quote mm-hmm. from an interview to start it mm. so like then it just gives you like hey when in doubt go to this other words just be dope or like at all other times just freak it you know yeah. and i think that's a really to go back to the conversation we were having earlier about like balancing the cool guy with the mc strength but not going so far that you're doing the analog arsonist aiming at your artery i have always thought that theme songs are better than topic songs right mm-hmm. because a theme everyone takes their own approach to what the word could be how they would tie into it and then a topic song is like so deliberate that sometimes it's almost like too broadway you know yeah it's hard to it's <laughs> yeah like yeah like a, totally it's hard to not be corny when when uh when everyone is pushing the same idea whereas if it, it like like you said like if there's a theme you can kind of uh touch on it from different point of views i feel like that should definitely be an album at some point, Chuck, theme songs. Just good as theme songs, yeah. I've always thought that a cool way to do an album. I mean, it's you have to come up with the right sentence to do it. Mm-hmm. Is that the track listing would be a sentence, and then you would do just take something about the word, right? Right. You would just have whatever that word is in the sentence, or maybe so that you don't have things like the as a song title. You <laughs> might have like little pra- phrases. Right, but that the whole thing when you the rap track would be something, would and then... be, the track list would have to be like a cannabis rap. <laughs> <laughs> nouns, nouns, nouns. Uh, word up! Did you know that cannabis and mm. Keith Murray had a group? Yeah, what? I did not know that. I was I read the story like, I think it's just the two of them. Oh, where like Keith Killer, Murray Killer Priest, came right? out. Oh, no, is that Keith came group? out and made some. Uh, oh, that was Four Horsemen, which Four I think Horsemen. was cannabis corrupt Raz Kaz and kill a priest. I think those were the four horsemen. Well done, Joe. Keith Murray was in the news because he was talking about how he banged Foxy Brown when she was engaged to corrupt. And it was like showed up in one of those hip hop smut things that get promoted to you on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And of course I'm like, I don't read nonsense like this. And then two minutes later, I'm like, so when did this happen? And I'm like deep in the scroll of the article. What a fun thought experiment to think you're above rap gossip. And then as soon as it's like accessible to you, you're like, yo, I need to know more about this Drake and Meek Mills thing. Right. There's a very interesting difference between being proactive and looking for stuff like that, being like, I watch Revolt and like, I want to know what's going on. And then having then the opposite side being like, I have the restraint to not proactively look for this. But the right headline, I'm just as bad as anyone (laughs) I found I found myself going back to um, Fat Joe and Cuban Link beef all the time because it'll come like <laughs> algorithmically it'll present itself to me it and I'm just every, like oh yeah I'd like every couple I'd years like this guy's I'd like to uh, catch up on this see yeah. if there are any developments yeah, yeah. Guilt, guilty why was I watching a video of like Cuban Links in like a bathrobe in his kitchen talking about something like two weeks ago I'm like I'm not in a good place here I don't need to be I don't need to be in on this. I'd like to rehash a 20-year-old beef that has nothing to do with me. Like the, uh, what's the, it's a, <laughs> it's kind of a podcast, but I always get promoted it on YouTube. Oh, God, why am I drawing them? It's in the barbershop. Steve, you've sent a bunch of these around. Oh, yeah, my ex- my expert opinion. My expert opinion. Oh, uh, yeah, like, get, I feel yeah, like they get... will, they do a good job of, like, chopping the content. Like, they if you want to go on a really like, good job of it. I just want to watch, like, the Method Man one, right? Like, you can go watch it and it'll be two hours <laughs> long. Yeah. But then they'll be like, Method Man explains, like, how he took Nas's flow on the what or something like this. And they'll put, like, these little things. Yeah. When they chop something up that's about beef, I have to watch it. It's and then very again, good. the very algorithm good. just immediately is like, oh, you're in a beef mood. And then they'll just be like, they have the Venn diagram of like expert opinion episodes talking about beef. And the, then two hours later, I'm like, I got to piss, but I don't even want to get up to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm so locked into this drama. Yeah, that's a I, good, I went, that's I a went down. Podcast. Sorry. Okay. I went down a rabbit hole of, uh, the conspiracy that Bone Thugs and Harmony completely ripped off their um, style from uh, Mike and Nine and oh, Freestyle yeah. Fellowship, yeah. and then they they kind of do the back to backs, oh. and I was and I was like, oh yeah, that's not cool. It's a hundred percent stolen. Yeah, 
fighters and then, in the uh, city. And then they showed a clip of uh of uh Abby Abby Rude on um like the wake up show or something and he said something like Bone Thugs, leave that style alone, dud and everyone went bananas and I was like, Man, what a time to have been alive. Do people even care about biting now? Like in twenty twenty two? No, and I, and I think that has a lot to do with Drake because I remember, or at least this is like the first time I noticed, but I remember when Drake come coming out and I thought he was great and then like everyone sounded like Drake forever. Like the word influential gets tossed around in a really annoying way, mm. but I really think it, it as far as rap is concerned, influential is like who is the guy who everyone is imitating for a decade? Well, I always thought what Drake was it imitating Little Wayne. Uh, yeah, I guess I could see that. But like a little, a little less whiny though. And I don't mean whiny in the wrong way. But no, you know just how, his voice like, is actually kind of whiny. Wayne's like voice Wayne's is... voice is kind of whiny, and Drake is a lot more direct. Not like Aesop Rock, Primrock direct, but like mm. it's a little bit more level. I always felt right? yeah, but uh, there his style, Drake's style is I think you can see a di- a direct correlation between those two styles. Yeah, but, but Drake he's some, maybe he's just a puts guy... it sing songy. Yeah. And he's also just like become the guy that's cool to hate. Mm. Like he's too easy to make fun of, so mm. people never want to bring up that like he influenced an entire era oh, of for sure. You know, yeah. I don't know how we got on this. Well, how about if we're? But if we're, I think it was because I asked if biting even matters. Like the one that gets me is Kendrick. Like mm. obviously Kendrick not biting anyone to be clear is like. I love the JID record, but Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. it, and it's not even like me in my MC snobbery, like, oh, I know where you got that little trick from. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife, who like hip hop is probably like her fourth most listened to genre, will walk in and be like, is this song off the new Kendrick album? And I'm like, no, no, it's JID. Like, it's mm-hmm. like that right. type of thing where there are certain things I get where you can't always control your voice. And I always said, like, you know, when people are like, oh, Bronson sounds like Ghostface or Drew sounds like Nas. I'm like, if you could pick stuff like that, then I would sound like Nas, like was always my response. Mm-hmm. But then there's things where it's like, if you already have the voice and you're doing the same cadences and right. flows and little like pauses in certain places, then it gets a little crazy. It's the monkeys yeah. and the Beatles with, the, with those two, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, when I heard the J.I.D. record, which I did think was really great, um, I kind of heard some three stacks in there, too. Yeah, True. that's True. absolutely. True. That's a good point. I think there were certain things like uh, there's a song called like Sistadem that to me feels like so much like a Kendrick song in tone. Mm, like yeah. it reminds me of like uh, like Sing About Me, where there's like not a lot of people doing rap songs of that tone. So then you know, good for him. Like that. That's the other thing. I'm like, yeah, it's great um, to do that because you're you're going further than just kind of copying the cadence. Whereas I feel like it's easy to look at, and I don't know why I'm going to just throw the easiest punching bag in, but like, I feel like logic is almost like an AI type of creation rapper where like, there's not very many things that he's done unique to him. And Kendrick is like, but it's obviously dope. Um, but it's just a lot of, you can, a lot of it, you can pinpoint the influences back and you'll see it. Like there'll be entire verses where I'm like, Oh, that just feels like a Kendrick flow. Almost like, done just through someone else's interpretation of it like they said just rhyme like kendrick like if someone asked me to do a dmx verse like i could do it you know like i know how to do that i would listen to him for a week and write in the same format um and then i'll see newer people like there's this guy who's uh, (laughs) i'm gonna it's gonna be a christmas i think you should do that but there's a guy who like gets promoted to me in algorithms uh like uh, white dude connor price who's like pretty viral and he's another one i listen to and i'm like this dude's like actually very talented at writing but if if it was a world where biting styles was frowned on like this dude would be thrown off stage mm-hmm. and it's it's the same thing it's like the kendrick jid approach to to writing pausing at the same place inflecting when lines end the same way like i don't know and i look at it and i'm like there's other ways to rap right you know that right <laughs> yeah it's hard not to sound like your influences though sometimes i'll i'll hear stuff that i've done and i'm like oh okay i was super pumped on this record at the time i was like really geeking out on this thing like it, it, it when you listen a lot it'll it'll make its way into your shit right. whether it's intentional or not which I, is very dangerous 
I feel like I'm Steve. A, I'm do you feel beat, that way? I, I feel like I'm a beat buddy for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I'm sorry. I'm just trying to find myself. <laughs> I mean, as long as there's self awareness, you know. Like usually when I get interviewed on in stuff, they're always like, "Oh, we can tell you love bus driver or Aesop," mm -hmm. and it would be so insane if I got defensive. Like I don't even know who those guys are. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If you listen to something a whole lot, you're bound to pick pick and choose something off of there, right? Yeah. 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 We're all guilty of it. We're all guilty. I have too many Griselda type beats, you know, over the past, maybe like six months ago, it was like Griselda type beat, Griselda type beat. But then you get, you know, you get tired of that and then you move on to something else. Maybe mm -hmm. that's the real reason why people always want in hip hop, like the artists to be students of the game mm -hmm. is just so that you're biting like a hundred people and not one. That's a good, that's a good call. Right. Cause I think that all of us are obviously influenced by everything we've heard. Like no one comes out the womb, like ready to drop a, dope 16 right it, yeah it's more that like if you're biting everyone from de la soul to you know mc8 then like it's it's not going to be easy to to track it all the way through a verse and it could be that a lot of the music now is very one-dimensional and like mm. your point moses that like drake who is this you know as much as i don't bump him on a regular basis like there's groundbreaking artists that everyone sounds like where okay you're copying 15 people to generate your own style but the problem is those 15 are all influenced by one guy and one guy only right yeah i feel like yeah. if you can genre hop like oh that, yeah you know what i mean like oh you're impersonating sonny rollins just as a rapper or like yeah. you're doing fucking you're like oh i'm getting i'm picking up some rakim picking up some pat benatar right. a little steely pan <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> a good listener can detect these kinds of things That's and right. i disapprove <laughs> What's that guy who does it? Uh, who does the record reviews? That he's the guy who will he'll do that. Fontano. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that All guy. Right. He's that good. guy. I like. I like. He does. I like. I just think that he's so harsh about things that don't matter mm -hmm. and will overlook okay. really important stuff, and it makes me think like, you know, no one wants your casual rap listening opinions you know he's done a demo out there and it's probably not that great who doesn't right <laughs> he should he should do his own he should do a review of his own demo as the first video on his webpage. you know what's funny about rap it's like one of the few things that like so many people love it and most of the people that that love it have at least tried their hand at it once sure, of course and probably not good at it well that's you gotta learn yeah <laughs> not for me my favorite thing about that is when they interview people who have had a cup of coffee in hip hop is when the interviewer is smart enough to say, okay, what was like your rap name or DJ name? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's usually like, I remember hearing it was Stretch and Bobito with Jonah Hill and he was DJing and they were like, his DJ name was Spindrome. And well, I was like, that's so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so mental note, if we ever have that type of conversation, that's got to be the question. All right, cool. So what was your name? Right. I'm lucky enough to where it's been Mo it wasn't always Moses, but it goes far back enough to where I don't really remember the ones before it. You had more than one? Oh, sure. Because well, well, when you start out, it's like you try to you want to give yourself a name and yeah. an identity, and right. then eventually you're just going to go by what people call you. Okay. That's a good point. At least that was my path. I, I have a feeling that that's what happens for a lot of folks, though. I think that's right. I had decided to change my rap name, and then the first time I was in an MC battle, they called me up as K Chromosome, and then it just kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. And it's way better than what I myself I did in the opposite order of what Moses explained. And I had been like, you know what? I like this one better. What was it? Uh, I think I've said this on the show, but it was cerebral. Oh yeah, cerebral. Yeah, of course. But it was spelled. I'm gonna put it in the Cere chat. Cerebral. It was like so <laughs> the first rapper who was officially knighted by the you, queen. You were kidding around with that one, huh? <laughs> I think that if the name was like cerebral, like spelled normally, it wouldn't be the worst MC name. There's, but there's, the, definitely, the fact there's that, definitely an MC cerebral. Come on, there's got to be. There's but, I mean, there's like four other MCs that are just named Chromosome. No shit. If you, oh, absolutely. So if you had to, if you had to change it today, what would it be? K. Chromie. K. Chromie. <laughs> and, they just, and they just have to explain where it came from. 
I can dig it. Do you think the rapper Sir or the singer Sir is um knighted? <laughs> I don't know who that is. You know about Sir? I thought it was Sire. Is Sir? S I R? No, no, no. It'd be funny if he had like real pull in the United Kingdom. Oh, there he goes, Sir. Yeah. I don't know this. Oh, guy. like S lowercase I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's on Top Dog. Okay. See? Oh, he is? I think he stole a um I think he stole a song from uh from okay. All City Jimmy. An- another person I don't know. Uh no can do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I think... If I were to tell you he was opening for an artist and could guarantee unless you're gonna peek at this, you know how like Spotify will promote yeah. their next show. Yep. I've never been more confident that you wouldn't get who the artist is. So please take your most wild guess without cheating. Is it hip hop? And and I have a it is not hip hop. I have a one thousand percent guarantee you will not get this. Lady and if Gaga. you get it. Is it the it, band They Might Be Giants? It's neither. It is REO Speedwag. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, Whoa. That's a big artist though. It is. Yeah. The show makes no sense. I What's even clicked on it. Is it, it like, is it a festival or something? It just lists the two of them. Yeah, that's an odd combination. Mm-hmm. What's the big um, REO Speedwagon song? Just What I Needed? Or is that the Cars? Okay. That's... Is it Just What I Needed? No, maybe that's the Cars. Can't Fight This Feeling? REO Speedwagon. A, I've forgotten what I started fighting for. Can't Fight, I the can't feeling. fight This Feeling anymore. No, don't, dude, don't get the C&D over Ario Speedway. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's the one that gets the podcast pulled down? They're like, wow. Hip-hop podcast. Bills decided from, they needed to from, play Ario How many Speedway. notes did I get? I had like four notes. We're in trouble now. All right. Um, I, think we need, I think we need to wrap. I need to go oh, yeah. father. Mm-hmm. Um, right? that... We do a version of what you drinking. For yeah, the yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's do it. Bur- burnt toast and coffee time. <clears> first <throat> episode 185, burnt toast and coffee. First Set ever it. 9 a.m. Chrome Bills podcast. I went with the extra large half calf. Solid. From Dunkin' Donuts. I'm rocking a mostly decaf through the French press. Ooh. I'm going with one heaping scoop one heaping scoop of the decaf, right? And half of a scoop of caffeinated coffee in the French press. Hit it with some cinnamon, a little bit of sugar. Let that let that marinate. That's where I'm at right now. Just So when you say heaping scoop of the decaf to heaping, re- so you'd say it's like one third, two third? Uh I'd say even I'd say it's a one fourth, three quarters. One fourth caffeinated. That's a good mix right there. It's just it just takes the edge off and it doesn't give me the jitters. I did decaf I, coffee is it, the wave of the future. So I did I did three weeks no caffeine at all. Decaf coffee is the wave of the future. Moses just oh my god that sorry, was the most sorry, disgusted he's ever looked at me. He was like I'm fucking over this coffee. Dude, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not disgusted. I just I just wish that I felt the same. Oh man, I know we <laughs> I talked. Like, about, I know we talked about caffeine jitters, which I was getting really bad. I'd cut caffeine out. No jitters, but then I was finding the grogginess was just too much to overcome. So just a little bit of the caffeine, the caffeine mm-hmm. takes the edge off. Also, just add in here that I'm on non-alcoholic beers now too. Tight. <laughs> Which ca- kind? Decaf co- uh, Heineken Zeros is where it's. Heineken Zeros all day. Yeah. The Guinness Zero is not bad too. I have not had that, but I will check it. Decaf coffee, non-alcoholic beers, and fully clothed strippers. That, I'm not mad at this. I think we got a. I think we've got an all-day club going here with clean versions of rap songs in the club. Yo, what are we calling this place, dude? This is this is an idea. It's called buttoned up. <laughs> Yo, I am gonna. I am starting this company. I'm sorry. Yo. In the mornings, you get you. Get... What is that? Dogwood coffee. I'm enjoying a um, uh, pour over of dogwood coffee, single origin Colombia, with notes of lime and plum. Mm. Uh, roaster out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. I highly recommend. There you go. Who, 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 who are you? All right, this has been Chrome Bills episode 185. I'd like to play something off of Moses's record oh, to send call. us hey, out because good, it, was, good call. it was so dope. Um, We didn't pat ourselves on the back enough this episode. We can do that next week.
Yeah, we didn't talk about the the, the CB record. Very much. We will have more chances to talk about we, it. I think we did like a six-hour episode about it, so I don't yeah, feel yeah, like we're we're yeah, yeah, too we're much good. on the table. Yep. Um, we do have a new song out. Before we get into this, Moses, we oh, dropped uh, 90, now? 90 Now on January 3rd. So hit that up on your digital streaming platforms. Definitely. and Go revisit the world. Too, too soon to announce now, but we've got some very exciting news for 2023. So probably around March or April. Steve gave me the throat. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Just to say that there's some things happening. Moses will tell you about it after we sign off. Yeah, I'd like to know off mic. Word. Uh, but Moses, what was the song? Oh boy. When when we had uh, <laughs> plain old Mike on, that was your favorite joint. Um, you mean from favorite from that record? A favorite? Yeah, is that it, you... is it Snaggletooth? Um, probably not. Snaggletooth's a little bit older. I think the one I was most pumped on from that record was um, Old Earth. Boy. Old boy, such a but, banger! But we've had we have played old boy on Chrome Bills. We did play old boy on Chrome Bills. Mm. I just love the we, drum the drum drops on this one. Maybe I mean we did dedicate a whole uh, episode to that record. Why don't we play something from Vaughn's record? I'm with it. Yeah, let's do that. What's it called? Sorry, what's the it's song called? called? Duly Noted Part Two. Oh, oh, and this song here. Let me. I, I'm only getting Duly Noted Part One, my G. Oh really? It is on Bandcamp. I'm going on Bandcamp. Bank... Okay. Let's see. Maybe I can text it to you. I can pull it up. I got it. Okay. Da, da, da. I think the song you should play. Yep. Rent don't is make no. the... Yeah. Okay. So let me start off how I would if I were in the company of hundreds of complete strangers. Let me start by telling you my deepest fear. Oh, oh wow. I'm already in. That's some sexy production right there. Pretty hey, girls just work payday with the liquid. You got the neighbors with me. Tell me, are you decent? Pretty girls just work payday with the liquid. Got the neighbors with me. Tell me, is you decent? Pretty girls just I grew work up in the projects. Walking in my building like nigga, I'm crazy. Don't try me. Neighborhood wino. Sitting in the lobby. Go to check the mail. Hope nobody behind me. Get in the elevator. Hope nobody behind me. I'm holding on some sharp shit to go up in your body. I will unlock a trachea before a cop's arrival. If you're messing with the safety of my brother or my mama. These are the thoughts of a person. Simply trying to enter his home. And he's rehearsing for All right, word up. I'll fade us out. That is insane. Yeah, I love really that. dope, bro.